Hello and welcome to Ads Yet Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. Alright, so basically I'm going to run down something first for all the listeners. Um, if it's your first time listening, then uh, welcome, welcome. Um, if it's your second time, then um, or I'm assuming they would have subscribed for that reason. I certainly hope so. Um, if you haven't, then uh, go and press the subscribe button, as Chris said in the last episode. Um, give us a thumbs up. Um, You're never going to let me live that down, are you? No, no. But it makes sense. I understand, obviously, because of the YouTube... Um, thing is a thumbs up yes but um yes uh, but a thumbs up to us that actually means we can see that in the dictionary give us a thumbs up and that actually means give a five star okay that dictionary is made of made up words not it, words not words christopher has misused i mean we could put a section in but basically if you don't understand we're gonna well rob has a habit of making <laughs> up fake words words that don't quater yeah. Philbit, I believe. Philbit. Philbit and Quater. I don't even know. Why don't I say Philbit? I don't know. I, I can't even remember. That was on the same pod as well. Yeah, Quater. I still don't get that. But yeah, we're going to be doing a... Uh, once you've collected enough of his rambling nonsense, <laughs> we're going to put it together as a little book that can be... be uh, what, you can say sold, I guess? Possibly. Possibly yeah, in the future. We'll see. Um, all right, so I do want to apologise in advance. So if you listen to... Uh, Scary Movies podcast, uh, you can hear that I'm starting to sound very nasal. Um, and in this one, I can already hear myself sounding very nasal. Um, I am ill, so I do start to cough up a furball on the microphone. Um, if you stop licking himself in, so in public, <laughs> he wouldn't get furballs. So uh, I do apologise if I do start coughing. Um, I will move the mic away and try and do it. Distort it enough so you can't hear it. But, um, you know, I mean, you're not going to catch the cold over the uh, audio anyway. That'd be terrifying. Imagine if you could. Yeah, that, I was about to say, that is a terrifying idea if you could catch sicknesses from computers. Flip your neck. Everyone catches computer viruses. <laughs> Certain websites will never be visited again. Oh, I wasn't even meaning that as a joke. Well, you <laughs> wah, wah. Good, good pun that. As I like that, it's really good. Um, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I'm funny without meaning to be. Yeah. <laughs> so um, right. So basically, I'm going to run down. So before I even run down, that's the second time I said that now. Eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh if you haven't subscribed obviously go and subscribe already if you have then thank you um if you've only just subscribed to us on um itunes then go on to soundcloud TuneIn, stitcher youtube and twitter and give us a follow subscribe us um put a thumbs up if you can wherever it's necessary uh leave us a rating actually what we also would like is leave us some comments and feedback um especially on itunes as with comments it shows that people are still getting involved and stuff. So um, even if you can just leave a comment and say like, um, you know, enjoyed the pod, that 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 is enough because we're starting to get comments working up then, uh, which gets us higher up in the YouTube rankings. Uh, I'm not saying we're going to be way up the top, but or even iTunes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, even especially iTunes. So um, you know, just just do something. It helps us build. And uh, you know, and the good thing is, you don't pay for us to do this. We do this off the you know free. Yeah, um, we're not asking for any money in return. So um, yeah, definitely um, just give us a comment, like, and subscribe, and stuff, and we'll appreciate it. Yeah, we very well indeed. Exactly. So um, so as you can see in the title, Ready Player One. Now this is annoying. Um, we said this in the last episode um, on Scary Movie. There was a slight technical hiccup. Yeah, basically the audio. So my audio came out fine for some reason. Chris's didn't. Um, and it's really annoying because it was such a good podcast, yeah. like, and we'd just seen it, so we kind of was like still buzzing from yeah. the excitement. And the thing was, when we watched it as well, the, fir- about the very first time, um, 
we didn't speak on our way home. It, I felt like it was the longest, like, 30-minute travel home. I was like, I don't want to talk to you in a nice way so we can put it on the pod. Yeah, I, we both had to stop us because more than once, we had to turn to each other to say something and we both had to stop ourselves yeah. from talking. And th- it was really annoying. Um, but, I mean, we've seen it since then. Uh, I mean, well, we see it then. And then, I mean, we spoke a lot since then about it and stuff. We that's the, I feel like we spoke a lot about this film. Um, and we did actually give a rating at the end. Um, my rating... Ha- I feel like my rating slightly changed. Oh, really? Yeah. So what? So we went to see it again today. Um, it's annoying like, because we wanted to do an exclusive pod. So literally we, we watched it and then we released it the next day kind of thing. Unfortunately, because of the, the issues and stuff, we couldn't do it. So we're just going to throw it in a normal podcast um, like playlist anyway. So my, my rating changed slightly. Um, but I feel like for good reason. Um, I'll okay. explain basically near the end. Um, did yours change at all? No. No, okay, that's fair I'm enough. I'm sure I can actually remember my previous one. But... Um, okay. I, I don't, I can't. I... It doesn't make much difference. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, so this is the second time we are recording the Ready Player One podcast. It's a better blast of our work. Uh, well, I can hear you clearly through my... So, oh, excellent. Um, yeah. So I, don't, I just feel like we spoke about it already. So I feel like it's, it's, I mean, like an alien. Like normally... We're trying to drag out the yeah. second part of the same and thing. I'm, yeah, and I feel like I'm just trying to... So, like, I do apologise if the pod just seems a bit not like... Lackluster. Not like, yeah. It is lackluster. Yeah, because, like, it's not intended that way. However... You, you, we don't get, you don't get the same enjoyment watching a movie again and again as you did yeah. the very first time you watched it. I mean, and, I saw Deadpool movie, like, eight or nine times. It's ridiculous. And I loved it. Loved it each time. But it was never the same as the first time. And I think that may be why my rating dropped, personally. Oh, dear. But... There was stuff that I did pick up on the second time watching it that I didn't pick up on the first time. Well, you pick that. That happens in every movie. Exactly. But one of the things I was like, "Damn, why don't I, why didn't I see that?" Because I mean, I'll admit I'm a bit of a nerd. A um, bit. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going for under. under okay. <laughs> um, obviously, you are with comics and and stuff like that. Well, anyway. That's why everyone says that about comics. Yes, I have a bag full of comics that I've never read. Have you not? No, those they're over there. They, I was going to sell them. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> they were just gonna. I got them off the, out of a charity shop because yeah. some got, some collector gave them away. They're just a big box. Uh-huh. Paid a couple of quid for a few of them. I was gonna sell them at the uh, the, the fate I was doing. Yeah, I was yeah, working yeah. With, but only a few of them got sold. So I bought them back here and they just stayed there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You could have a rare one in there. You know, go through it, mate. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, seriously. You never know. Like, well, give them a scan with the phone and find out if one of them's just, worth hundreds of pounds or something. Just get each title. Every time I go Comic-Con, so obviously people listening, uh, you know we go Comic-Con anyway. Yep, it's lots of fun. So when I go Comic-Con, I'll, I'll pick up some of the comics that I want, so I'll try to continue the story. So I have this thing of, like, I bought the Captain America one, and it's now Bucky has just taken over. Yeah. Um, spoilers for people that haven't read it, however you know what happens. Um, but yeah, so it's literally the first episode when Bucky takes over. So I'm now trying to get episode, like part two, like a magazine two kind of thing. But I'm not going to go online and buy it. I want to go to Comic Con because I feel like I've then, if I can get it, I've got like, oh, I've got the. Ep- do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it does, it seems a bit more personal if you buy it from a stall rather than exactly. So now like, buy I'm, on the website. And I feel like not that we don't go Comic Con for any reason anyway. But I feel like now I'm going for like I'm hunting for yeah like that next comic. But then I'll randomly go through the comics and I'll just pick one at random, yeah. like not one that I'm, <laughs> one that I'm not normally interested in. Um, I got like Deadpool versus Dracula. Oh, that's always fun. Um, and that was just my random selection. So I normally pick one or two, like like cheap ones, 
and then I'll check the cheap ones to see if they're like Worth a really limited edition or something like that. I mean, it's highly doubtful with the amount of people that sell them. Like they're, they're smart enough to not know to sell yeah. said ones. But you never know. Like one could slip through their fingers and not realise that they've sold it. So yeah. Right? So, I'll have to have a look tonight. <laughs> that's what I mean. you up. I've just found one that's worth £5,000. <laughs> I've just wet myself. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so definitely check them. Um, anyway, right. back to... Uh, back to Ready Player I mean, One. We'll, we'll bring it, segue it back in. So okay. um, how many other characters from the comic books do you reckon you would have seen in Ready Player One for the final battle? I honestly don't know since I haven't looked at all the comic books, so I can't yeah. tell. There were a few X-Men, but I didn't see any of those in the uh, Ready Player One. Uh-huh. I don't know what I did see. Spawn? Yep. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And uh, Jason. Uh, Jason. Jason uh, Chucky. Yep, this time I didn't. Right, in the previous, <laughs> the first time we watched it, I, as Rob, or has, he's laughing at me as we speak because of this, I have an issue with puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Was that tee-hee? <laughs> yes. The old-fashioned ventriloquist puppets, the ones that wooden with the red cheeks, the jaw goes up and down, yep. the eyes flicker. They scare the living bejesus out of me. I'm sorry to say that, but they truly do. And Chucky is a walking, murderous little doll that terrifies me. Yeah. So the first time we saw it, when he when the acquaintance threw the doll into the car, yeah, I jumped out of my seat and nearly jumped in Rob's lap. You did, yeah. And um, I've never seen. Do you know what it felt like for the people? <laughs> no way to describe it. If people have seen Scooby Doo, you know when Shaggy jumps into Scooby's arms. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it, you jumped that high. <laughs> I don't like dolls. Yeah, but this is right. This is how horrid Rob is to me. He's threatened to buy the Chucky DVD or the doll and bring it round. <laughs> I know, I know. So this is what I want to do. Why right? would you do that to me? I thought we were friends. So as a friend, I want to help you face your fear. Right, I'm slightly, I'm slightly scared of heights. Take me to a bridge. We're not going to go dungeon. We're just walking along the bridge. Fine, I'll do that. You bring a doll over here. You're going to need a proctologist. We, we did walk over a bridge. Walked over a bridge today to get to the cinema. Yes, but I, what was I doing the entire time? Talking to me. I was looking. Yeah, I was looking. Talking to you. But I was looking straight <laughs> looking, at the yeah, floor yeah. on my feet, so you I couldn't see the other side of the bridge. You ain't gonna fall off. That's not the. Point I, I, was, I was saying that. I, me saying, imagine if the bridge collapsed. It wasn't a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. That was a bit rude of you, but okay. I just saying that. I didn't realize. But um, all right. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you actually want to do this, Chris? Because we've already kind of spoke about a lot of stuff. Well, we'll talk about the uh, being an avatar again because I feel like that'd be so a great cool. idea. But do you want to give like a little rundown of like do you want to give like a, a rundown because obviously the new method we do we just talk like we are now, but I feel like we kind of really got into detail in the last episode. Yeah. And this but, time I feel like we're gonna sway away from it, like yeah. unintentionally. Do you know what I mean? We were incredibly excited with the first time we did it, so yeah. we went into a lot more detail. This time we've seen it, we're a bit more relaxed about it. We talked on the bus, which we probably shouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah. But that was a long journey back. I yeah, know what was going on. Stops. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I know you're going to call me out on the air for... Um, being... Oh, you want me to do this now? <laughs> you can do it now. Oh, fine. Mr. Oh, my life is so difficult. Decided to have a nap <laughs> during the freaking movie. And by your own admission, four freaking times. <laughs> so, oh, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. No, no, you, keep, you keep doing it, mate. <laughs> uh, it's just atrocious. I, it's a really good part of the movie. I turn around and his head's on one side. I'm, wouldn't surprise, I wouldn't be surprised if there was drool. It was, <laughs> no, there wasn't. Oh. His eyes were closed, so I poked him. Like, what? what? <laughs> I threatened to tip the water bottle yeah, on you at one did, point. Yeah. After that, I was quite awake. Do you know what it was? Fear? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, obviously, I had a really long day yesterday. I had, like, I didn't have a lot of sleep. And then, obviously, I was busy this morning. And obviously, I came straight here. So, in the last few days, I've, like, I've not had a lot of sleep. So, 
when we sat in the cinema, I was like, it was dark, the, warm, dark, quiet. warm, quiet. Yeah, yeah. And there was only a few of us in there. There's three of us. Yeah. In the cinema, and you'd had something to eat before, and so your stomach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, and I had my feet up on the little back bit, and I was like, oh, this is comfortable. And I, there was a bad and then idea. You were gone. Yeah, that was it. Like. I did after the first time I woke up. I did say sit up. You ignored me and went back to sleep yeah. a little later. <laughs> but no, it was alright. Like the thing is, like, I felt like I fell asleep, but I didn't miss anything, kind of thing, because I kind of knew the film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like if I'd have watched it when I was more awake, I would have been maybe a bit more like, oh, like you know. But yeah. So, um, is there anything that stood out the second time to you, watching it rather than the first time? I noticed there was like a lot more jokers than I thought there were originally. Yeah. I noticed at least five different, well, you think different, they could be the same person, same avatar, but mm-hmm. at least five jokers walking around, at least yeah. three or four Harley Queens. Yeah, because you said that to me, how many are you reckon are walking around? Yeah, Joker is a popular character. Yeah. I mean, we know there's Batman, we know there's Wonder Woman, not Wonder Woman, Batwoman, Batgirl. Yeah. There's so many of them in there. I mean, like we said before, you could be wherever you want, no matter what shape, form, size, species, gender, anything. Yeah. Which is kind of the problem. Uh, Parsifal, the main character, mm-hmm. he's friends with the, ma- with, the, with the man he calls H. Yeah. Who's got his male cyborg body. Or later when we find out H is actually Helen. Yeah, and it's, um, like she's like 30. Yeah, I'd say about that. 30-year-old African-American woman. Yeah. Who drives around in the van. Exactly. Do you think she um, does all her gaming from the van then? Because you said about being in her mum's basement, but they've done it from the van. No, she, she's saying she was in the mother's basement. She was warning that anyone he talks to could be in their mother's basement. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So but you reckon I, she'd done the gaming from a van? No, I think she actually I think she actually got a place because even though she looks like she's got a rig set up in the back of the van, mm-hmm. I don't see her living in the van or doing all this stuff all the time. Yeah. But then again, Parcival, Parcival uh, did his in the back of the broken down car. In the... and for, yeah, yeah. So, so, it, the, so the film's set in 2045. Yeah, after the... Uh, Corn syrup droughts, yep. the broadband riots, and the Wi-Fi, something else. It was all yeah. basically no no pop, no fizzy pop, yeah, basically, and no internet for a while. And, and there was riots about it. And they lived in um he lived in a location called the Stacks, which is basically caravan on top of caravan, yeah, top of caravan. Yeah, so like supported a, a by high scaffolding, rise, high rise caravans with scaffolding to support it. Yeah, but they, I don't see how that passed any health and safety rules. I don't know. Right, no, I've no idea. Even this is just the thought. It's just yeah. So I mean, I'm not gonna say like I don't know. So it so it opens with they pit well, those places pitch to be the trailer parks of the future. Yeah, basically. Um, but I, do you know what I did like? There was little things that I noticed. Obviously, when the first time we watched it, we were more in awe of everything that was going on. Yeah. And this time, I kind of knew what, I knew what to expect, so I was looking more around for other bits and pieces. So um, we we spoke before that um there's a lot of drones yeah it seems to be the way people get most of their stuff now yeah um and they've got pizza delivery drones before we didn't know if it was pizza hut company or... or not um but we this time we was able to see it and it is pizza hut so a lot of i think there's quite a lot of product placement in this as well oh yeah um hello i'm surprised that somewhere like mcdonald's or coca-cola or pepsi do you know what I mean? Like a big one of the big brands like that. Other than Pizza Hut, what? That, they, none of them were included. Yeah, that's kind of maybe maybe Pizza Hut beat out their competition to have their logo. Possibly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good for it was good seeing it from a, like the second time. For example, so but you're not the second time round. You're not in as much awe of the movie as you were the first yeah. time, so you can 
it's not an objective eye, but it's close to it. You're, you're enjoying it still, but you're seeing it. So you're seeing all of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically, the, the whole story, the, the plot line of the story, the basic plot line is the creator dies, and then he says, I've, I've left free, basically a massive Easter egg, um, and you've got three keys. You've got to go through three, three different, different challenges yeah. to find these three keys. Once you've got all these three, wait, for each key, you get a, a um, like a scroll, a clue thing. about the next challenge. Yeah. Once you've got all three, you get his money, his control over the company, which is worth about half a trillion dollars. Yeah. But he's the creator of the Oasis where this all take with a lot. It's these things like the internet you can just jump inside of. Yeah, basically. So that's basically the plot line. And then you've got all these characters. Everyone is trying to do it. There's certain, after about five years, people kind of gave up. And then there were people called Gunkers, which are the ones that are still looking for the Easter egg. Gunter. Gun is it Gunters? Yeah, because they're egg hunters. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm with you. Egg hunters. Okay, gunters. so Gunters. So they're basically the only ones that are still doing it. And IOI. And IOI, which are basically a massive corporation. Um, Who wants to basically? They just want to control plan, your Oasis. Yes, the whole plan is to turn what the what the guys see, what the people see as their plan into ad space. Yeah, which is pretty clever, but it's the way he says it. We can fill up eighty percent of their view screen before they get a seizure. Yeah. Like, wow. So they've tested this on people. Feel too much. You've got some guy on the floor dribbling blood out of his nose. Yeah. So, so basically that's the plot line, which I like the idea. It's really basic. However, it's very detailed. Yeah. I'd love it if it was real though. Yeah, I would cool. spend a lot of time in the oasis. So the first, so the first uh, hunt, first egg, or key? Would you call it a key? Well, that's the idea. You have to reach it to get the key. Yeah, so the first key is basically a big race. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the first challenge. Yeah, the first the challenge. Yeah. And everyone has to... Basically, it's going through New York City, isn't it? Liberty uh, Island. Yeah. So you've got... Everyone, you've got all these different types of cars. You've got the old Batmobile. You've got monster trucks. You've got Passivals. DeLorean with a with a um, flux capacitor. Yeah, because yeah, I was like... When we see it the first time, I was like, it's got a flux capacitor in it. Did you, did you notice the front of the person's car? What's on the front of his car? No. Night Riders, red light that goes backwards and forwards. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. But yeah, that was in that was on there, and everyone is trying. You got most of the track is taken up by what they call the Sixers, which are the people from IOI. Yep. He says that right. He explains why they're called Sixers. The reason they're called Sixers is because they have no name. They're just numbers. Wouldn't you call them numbers or another word? Why Sixers? Because because I thought that and I was like I don't get it. But do you know why they're called Sixers? Because all every single person in that film, right? There was a character. Yeah. Their number started with six, oh. and then he had the numbers after. Oh, I didn't so even number realize. six was their first number. So I okay. think I'm assuming that's why they were called sixes. Okay, you might carry on. Yeah. So basically, uh, Chris is about to sneeze. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, they do the first race, and um, right at the very end, like the, the beat, the last um, like thing boss. to stop them. Yeah, like last boss or um, what would you say? Obstacle. Obstacle. I thought it was object some reason but yeah worked. close yeah um is king kong which is cool yeah which is being really chased cool. through the city by a gigantic monkey i love it and Parsifal stops and then he stops um artemis, artemis. i was going to call it samantha because that's what we find out the name is yeah. so um he stops samantha for artemis we're going to call her um, and he basically saves her from dying because basically when you die in the game you lose you, everything you've ever done but you can respawn but you have to start again yeah start well you you lose all your coins all your items and you Back have to, to restart. Yeah. yeah. So he saves her and then it's the kind of friendship builds. Um, he's already friends with H, past boys. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And uh, we a cool character. 
especially when he's building an iron giant. <laughs> yeah. But, but if Joe, I realised it was on commission, right? So he's building it on commission. Someone's paid for it. And then he goes and uses it in that big battle at the end. And destroys it. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> did did he get permission to use it? I'm assuming so. I'm, I'm, he must have done. She must have done. Whatever. Yeah. But did you notice there's a lot of... He's got other... H has other Starcraft. Yeah, Other yeah. machines in the... In his, his, no one else you see seems to have a large warehouse to do stuff in. Uh-huh. He does. H. Yeah. Oh, sorry. H does. He's got a massive warehouse where he's fixing and building stuff. Yep. I think it's pretty damn impressive. He's, he's really cool. a lot of money out of it. So basically, the finish line is every time King Kong's right near the end, they have to basically make a jump, go over the top, land on the other side of the road, and they go through the finish line. They win. Yeah. However, King Kong's always there preventing them. So they he goes, Parsifal goes back to... Holiday's memories. That's right. Is it Holiday? Halliday. Halliday. He goes back to his memories, and um, he says, what about if we could all go backwards? You know, put the pedal to the metal. metal yeah, and yeah go Parsifal back. was looking at Hol- Holiday's... Halliday's what the guy's memories, the creator's memories. Yeah, and as he's walking away, it's when um, he hears the creator say, "What if we went backwards as fast as we could go?" Yeah, but really put the pedal the pedal to the metal. And Parsifal stops, realizes what's been said, and it gives him the clue to mm-hmm. win. Yeah, so in the next time they have their race, everyone on go flies forwards. Parsifal goes in reverse, and basically he gets he unlocks like an underground grid. Yeah, it's a sub level. Yeah. And then basically, this is the only my only question. He goes in reverse, right? But after he's gone in reverse that way, he kind of turns left in reverse. Yeah. And then he's parallel with everyone else. Yeah, he's gone backwards, so he'd have to do a full turn. So, and, and I think it was those were the things that made me think, okay, that's why my range dropped a little. Okay. Like, so it's that's one of them. And I feel like why didn't he just turn around and drive forwards? He only had to drive in reverse I to go. I don't know that he had to do that. Yeah. Because the, the clue said for him to drive backwards as fast as he can. Keep keep driving backwards. Yep. Keep going backwards. So maybe what if he went around the fir- the correct way, suddenly he bumped up to the top. Possibly. Um, but yeah, was, I was like, maybe he could have gone forwards. It's also something else. What if someone couldn't drive? Yeah. So uh, the, the creator is saying if you can't drive, there's no way you're going to win this race. Basically. But it wasn't just... Uh, wasn't just cars, there was motorbikes. So if someone had like a hoverboard from Back to the Future. Yeah. Imagine doing the racing. That'd be good. <laughs> so yeah, so that was... listening, I literally just put my hands up like I was floating on a hoverboard. So um <laughs> But that was the first first key. Yep. The second key was that this was still my favourite part of the whole film. So they find out that um Halliday never made a leap, as they say. Yeah. And uh, basically the leap was Asking, uh, was it, was, so this is what confused me. Was it asking a girl to dance, or was it kissing her? Because he needed, she, uh, the one who had she got the key in the second place, didn't actually kiss the girl. Which, no, uh, she the, said, "Do you want to dance?" So I think it's, I think it's more not, not even the dance or the kiss. It's putting yourself out there, making yourself vulnerable to someone, taking that massive that, leap. That leap there. All right, so that makes sense. So basically, they had to go through. The they shiny. went. They went through his memories again, and then they went through the shining, which is his eleventh favorite horror film. Yep. Um, and basically, the clue, the clue was the creator that doesn't like a creation. Yeah, the creator that hates his own yeah. creation. And Stephen King, was it Stephen King? Stephen, Stephen King. Loved, he wrote the book, but he hated the movie. Yeah. Um, so basically, they, they actually go into the film of The Shining. Yeah. You've got what looks like a real live action set, and you've got these CGI Car- yeah, characters walking yeah. through, which is amazing. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Um, and to me, I still feel like that's the best part. I think maybe one, because... I like The Shining as a film anyway. I feel it was a really good film. Um, but then they incorporated so much, like 
the highlights basically of that film in about the space of five minutes. Well, you couldn't you couldn't have anything to do with that film and not have the two little girls, could you? That's that's a classic part. Of it. I've never seen The Shining, and even I know the two little girls. Yeah, uh, they had that, and then there was another scene. Obviously, they do the ball bit, and then they have the blood that comes out the uh, the elevator. Yeah, the thing about that's one way bad way too. Being drowned by blood. Yeah, and then he goes into two, room two three seven, and then it's H. Yeah, yeah, H goes into room two three seven, and then. Um, and then he kisses the, well, almost goes to kiss the uh, the woman that's bathing. Then looks in the mirror and sees that she's decomposing. Yeah, kind of creepy. Yeah, that's very weird. Then he ends up in the maze. Yeah, he runs. Um, he jumps in the water and it drops through into the top of the maze. Yeah, because he gets he jumps into the bath, doesn't he? Yeah. He gets pulled through, lands in the maze. And then Jack is. We never actually see Jack. We just see this guy walking through the snow with the axe. Which I is think it's clear Jack. to be Jack, isn't yeah. it? Um, and and for some reason. The, the zombie woman's back with a giant axe coming yep. down. So, yeah, so they do that. And then he gets pulled out of the maze and he comes out of the freezer. But how do they know to reach into the freezer to pull him out? Exactly. So that was another reason why I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Then, uh, in, So that was that. So that's another reason why I feel I rated it a little lower this time. I mean, the biggest thing was we found the key. Let's go. Yeah. And I was like, hang on. You can't just find the key in The Shining. Like... You, you have to make a leap. They didn't do anything. We didn't see him make this key. So what key did they find? It was the room, it was two, room 214, or whatever it was, I believe. Because they, they said before they needed to get into that room because it was part of the movie. Right. And I think that's what the other people, the, the two ninjas, who were part of the yeah. group, went and got the key from... Because in the main movie, you must be able to find the key anyway. It's got to be used. So I, I don't know, because what that's what I'm saying. What room is it for? Because if it was for room 237, right? H... He just climbed into that room. He opened the door and it was already unlocked. Well, maybe they didn't know it was unlocked. But then, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I don't get the, there's like a plot hole. They should have done it. So you, as you see H doing all that, it then flips to the, the two ninja guys getting the key. Mm. Like, it doesn't make sense for them. And where's, why is Parsifal and um, Artemis pulling him out? So they should have, I just wanted them to tie that in just a little bit more. I know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I feel like that was the only part of the scene that I was like, the second time I was like, oh, like, well, they it didn't. doesn't make. And then they realised that they're, they're to go to the ballroom. Yep. Because his big leap of faith was <clears throat> making that himself that vulnerable to another person. Yep. And they see a load of zombies from uh, from Holiday's first, first game. Yeah, the first yep. game he did. And he, um, you got the body, or the, you know, the digital presence of the woman. Yep. There being forcibly danced with by a massive amount of dom- zombies. Uh-huh. So, what's her face? The uh, Artemis jumps over and helps out. She about gets the key. Yeah, she does. And then, just as, just as she jumps, everyone else gets kicked out. So, you've got Parsifal, H, and the two others, the two ninjas. Show, and I can't think of the other one. I can't pronounce it. I can't remember yeah. that. They get kicked out. <clears throat> Basically, it's only one person can do it at a time. Yeah. So, does that mean each one of them had to go through it all again? Uh, so, I think. Because they knew what they had to do, there was just a case of them going straight to, going the, ballroom. Straight to the ballroom. Because yeah. I don't see H doing all that stuff again. I, I mean, don't know. H either. was terrified by the zombies. So yeah. if he had to go in there, and j- his body, he jumps on a zombie, they're gone already. Yep. Yeah, very true. Um, so yeah, so we find that out. And then there's... so before. But I'll tell you what happens. So be- before we go into the shining section, we kind of missed like a section. But it like, kind of does tie in, but it doesn't. If it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, Parsifal and Artemis go on a date. Yep. Yeah. And then 
Parcival uh, actually tell Yamas his name and says that he loves her. And then they almost get attacked by IOI because basically there's a hit out on Parcival. Who is policing the Oasis? Because that can't be legal, going here and murdering each other's avatars. I've no idea. Or is there like no rules? You I don't think you should go up rule. to anyone and kill their avatar. Yeah. That seems really wrong to me. <clears throat> so, so yeah, that 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 happens. He does use the um, Mechas cube, which is yeah, a nod so, to the the author, to the. Yeah, Mecca. so the it was I think it's a co-producer from Back to the Future. So basically, Robert Zemeckis, his they used just the last name. But this is what I noticed the second time. So when he throws the cube, yeah, the noise from Back to the Future plays slightly <laughs> as the cube does its business kind of but it was like um you know like it goes like kind of thing it's yeah. like a weird noise that um i think it's at the beginning of the first film or something like that it's just like that little sound effect but the same sound effect is played with Very, the cube that's a nice little yeah. nod then and i was like all right so i was <laughs> like it, it kind of fell into place but i was like oh i didn't notice that the first time well, the cube rewinds time by one minute which is funny because Obviously, it's a time uh, to make his bit of Back to yeah. the Future stuff, so they sort of save time. So, like, it kind of falls <laughs> yeah. into that. Like, do you notice that even before they before you see the cube, seven of the IOIs got blown up? You see yeah. the coins everywhere. The moment they the time reversed, they got all their coins back. They came, their avatars came back. Yeah, yeah. That'd be very handy if you're on a mission or something. You're with someone, you get killed. Just tell them use the cube. You come back, and you just know where to go from there. Yeah. So, yeah. So I felt I was like that's a really like cool little. Do you know what I mean? Unless you're really looking out for it. Yeah. It's, it's only because I was like, okay, he's going to throw the cube. <laughs> it's only that I was listening as much. Like the, the part that I was awake at <laughs> that I realised, oh, the Back to the Future noise. Um, yeah, so that was really cool for me. Um, obviously, I'm a big fan of Back to the Future. Um, Artemis had a go, a real nasty go at Parsifal. Yep. Because of that, because of him uh, saying he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, you don't know who you're talking to. You've got to be completely honest about that. When you're online, safety... You don't go telling someone where you live, what you know, your home yeah, number, yeah. or anything like that. And he's just said, "Oh, I'm in love with you," to so a computer character who he knows yeah. nothing about. But um, and then we find out Artemis's backstory. Yep. So unfortunately, her dad got in debt. Yep. IOI bought all his debts and forced him to work basically to death. Yeah. He got sick and they couldn't. They wouldn't treat him or couldn't. Exactly. And then uh, he basically he dies. So uh, Artemis is like, she's trying to fight the machine kind of thing. So I think her main purpose is to win the thing, to, just to take out IOI. I think she's a bit like a Princess Leia kind of figure. Yeah. She's lost someone or something dear to her. And she's, well, she even says to Parcel when they meet later on, welcome to the rebellion. Yeah. So I like the uh, the, the, the plan for that kind of thing. Um, it does bring them closer. Um, and then, so Parcival, obviously he's got, he said his name. Which is Wade Watts. Yeah. Uh, so instead of trying to attack him through the game, yeah, the, they uh, they actually murder his aunt and her current and her scumsuck boyfriend. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So now basically that's happened. So he runs back to his um the stacks. Ba- uh, 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 first of all, he runs the stacks to try to save them. Then he runs back again. Yeah, and then he gets he he tries to let his his friends, the you know um H and all that H and all them, let them know that IOI might be coming for them. Yeah. Before he gets a chance to send the message, someone chloroforms him from behind. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the person that's chloroformed him is actually working with Artemis. Yes. And that's when they actually meet for the first time. And they say they're like literally 50 metres or something apart from each other. So they weren't even that far. No. So yeah, so basically they do that. Then they do the, the shining scene. And then 
So the third clue, or the third key, I like the idea of it being a game in a game or in a game, and be like in like an Inception kind of thing. Yeah, but I just feel like it was a bit anticlimactic. Yeah, like it was. In your mind, you're expecting a boss battle of some kind. You would think because it's a game, but then basically the game uh, Adventurer was one of the first ever games to have an Easter egg. The but, first, yeah. Yeah, the first ever. But basically, to find the Easter egg, you just had to hunt around. Like, it wasn't about completing the game. You had to find an imaginary um, hidden cube. cube. Yeah. Then take it back to the beginning. And, and keep then, going. Yeah. And then just drop it off over the yellow line. And it basically was there. And then you get the Easter egg. Then just carry on with the game. Yeah. So basically, all they had to do was find the Easter egg. But everyone, basically, that was playing the game was standing on the block of ice. And every time they died in the game, they dropped through the ice. Yep. They played to win, yeah. which is instead of playing for play. fun, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, I get the idea and the concept, and it's a good nod to uh, basically like Atari and all that stuff for what they've done. But um, I just feel like, for example, like you know, with Sonic the Hedgehog, you have like uh, Eggman, and then yeah. you have to like beat. A, and it was just like I feel like the boss for the the, the final key was like the villain in the the game the film itself yeah i suppose Do you know what i mean i just felt like maybe like i don't know i just felt like it didn't it have did. that big ending yeah it well for the, the finding the final key true technically that wasn't the end was it there's more, no. more came in there was another test afterwards the test with the the, the computer console itself the little atari game did fit in with the creator's mentality yeah but he put this massive easter egg in the game and it was a nod once again back to the first guy who put an Easter egg in a computer game because yeah. he wanted people. Because before him, the people who designed the games, they got very little to no recognition for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, I understand why. I just feel like, like you said, it was a bit anticlimactic. But I, I enjoyed it for that. The same reason though, it was a weird. Yeah. I get it, but like, ugh, kind of thing. But um, yeah, it was really good. I did enjoy the, uh, like, the idea of it. And then, like you said, he had a test. So basically. He has to sign a piece of paper, and then basically the paper, the paper document says he then owns basically Oasis. Yep. But he says, I'm not going to sign it because the worst part of um, Halliday's thing. life was basically signing that document. Forcing his friend to sign away his rights, yeah. yeah. So the hologram of the creator at this point, mm-hmm. his avatar, yeah. says that um, he wanted to make sure it was, he was making the right choice with this guy. Yeah. So everything faded away, and they're in the uh, attic where the young man with the creator grew up. So, yeah, so that's what I was saying to you in the cinema. So do you think, so where do you think Halliday is? Because he actually asked him, is Halliday dead? And he said, yes. So do you think, because all of his memories, his mind, everything he's thought of, all of that is in the game. His thoughts, feelings, and memories are, have been put in the archive. Yeah. So I think the archive itself is semi-sentient at the very least. Think so. think. I thought the archive as a whole, was his avatar. So his avatar was ba- based off of that archive. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it was like he had that and then that makes that character. Yeah, but the archive itself would have to be semi-sentient to use an avatar. Yeah. Because he is not using the avatar. He is dead. The avatar itself is the one who's following its programming. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so it was a little mind-confusing, um, but I do like the idea of it. But the best part was there's a massive battle and basically there's this... Um, what would you call it? A like weapon. And basically... It's WMD. Yeah. And it literally destroys everything on the Oasis. I thought it was just the planet they were on. I, I, th- I think it's everything. 
the whole oasis because everyone stops playing. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a massive weapon. Then I thought yeah. it was just a planet. So I'm assuming anyway that because you see sort of see people just stopping and watching. Yeah. I love that. Sorry, I've got to say this. When they were having the massive battle, when Parsifal made these stirring speech and everyone came to aid him. Yeah. Out in the real world, they're driving in the truck and they're seeing these people in VR just running down the road screaming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you've got you'd have like good. You have the local park here. Yeah. It'd be full of people bumping into each other. I know. Yeah. Mad. Absolute <laughs> madness. Crazy. But it'd be brilliant all the same. But um, yeah. So after he does the, uh, let's say, so they have this big fight. They have the big battle. Yeah. Um, which was really good. Um, Mecha that's Godzilla. Good. Yeah, Me- Mecha Godzilla. Um, uh, Gungan. Yeah. Let's see, Gungan. The ninja, one of the ninja guys won a challenge earlier on in the movie. From, from the same, it's from the, exactly the same planet as well. Yeah, planet Doom. He gets a glove which can turn him into any gigantic, any gigantic Anything. mech. Yeah. For two minutes, and he mm-hmm. chose the form of a Gung- Gundam. Yeah, which was really cool. Um, and then obviously. Yeah. We had Artemis who uh, brought down the massive force field around the building. Yeah, so she was clever. So basically, she was, obviously, because we said she was captured. Yeah. Um, she gets captured by IOI. And then she, basically, the whole squad, basically, they called the High Five in the end. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, the squad of High Five, uh, which is Parsifal, um, H, H, and, and, the, two and the other two. And Artemis, yeah. Um, they basically hack their way in. And then if free Artemis and then instead of her getting herself out she goes back into IOI but she stays in IOI and actually becomes one of the numbers yeah and then she plays to help the, the other the, the rest of her squad yeah because at this point the big bat the evil boss yep. has used the orb of Azrath or whatever it's called yeah to create an impenetrable force field around the last challenge so no, one's, no one else can get in to do it exactly other than the people that are there already yeah IOI's got their own entry and exit portals mm-hmm. which is once again unfair and she, when she uses his computer, she can, she found out the way to shut the force field down. Yep. So she's used her little speaker, flying speaker, to hover right near the orb. Mm-hmm. She speaks into the speaker, says the shutdown spell, and suddenly all hell breaks loose for the battle. Yeah, we have the big battle war. Yeah. And then, so I like that. And then obviously we used a weapon of mass destruction. This, uh, the, he, he uses a weapon of mass destruction. It wipes everyone out. Everything's clear. So basically... That takes every person's name off the scoreboard and basically sets it back to zero. Yeah. Right? However, when earlier on in the film... When Percival got the first clue, yep. he made a bet with the curator who looks a he lot does. like Jeeves. Yep. And Percival won the bet. And he, Jeeves gave him a, a quarter. A quarter. So basically, Percival says, I'll bet you all the money in my account. And then after he finds out he's correct, Jeeves, obviously, whatever he's called... Uh, the curator, curator yeah. throws him basically a nickel, or 25 cents or something like that. Yeah. And um, he tries to give it back. And then <laughs> and then Parsifal takes uh, Artemis takes it and then gives it to Parsifal. Yeah. Um, so basically, he has, he has that in his pocket all the time uh, in the game. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, not realising. I'm thinking that must become part of his code without him realising it because how easy yeah. would it be to lose that? 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then basically, everyone gets wiped out. Yeah, Parsifal gets, and it's basically that coin is an extra life. Yeah, his name suddenly starts appearing back up on the board. Yeah, which everyone's because he's he's doing the last challenge. He's got the other two keys. He has uh, the creator originally set this up ages ago. Yeah, suddenly becomes a live feed. It's shown to everyone who can watch. Yeah, and it, you have him talking about the reasons why he's doing this, like what it means to him. Yeah, which uh, which I did like. 
And then, so I just like the idea of this extra life thing because it was so, the first time we watched it, I was like, well, now what happens? And it was so unexpected that it yeah. was an extra life. I was like, oh, bloody hell. Like, it also links really easy to multiple computer games. Exactly. Where for one, like you think you died and you say, oh, look, I've got another man. Yeah. How many times in Mario did you die and suddenly it comes Ex- back on the extra screen? Extra life, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was really cool. Um, obviously, we spoke about the final bit when he refuses to sign. He gets a golden egg, which is basically the Easter egg. I like the fact that it's actually an egg. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, and it's like a golden one, so it's like that's the top kind of thing. He's holding it, and in the real world, you can see you can see the gold, the glow from yeah from is, it, is that from the gloves? Do you reckon? I think it's the, um, the, the I think it's the program interacting with the gloves itself. Yeah, because if you they all have to wear gloves for tactile response. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So all the gloves would probably glow in the same way. Whoever was yeah. holding it. So yeah. So basically, that's the rundown of the film. Um, but so me and Chris were talking before, and he said to me, well, if I was to be able to make an avatar for it, what would I be? Yeah. So, all right. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm in debate. So, basically, I, I like the idea of. Um, so, I said it'd be like a costume from like Tron kind of thing, but I'd have extra abilities. So, obviously, I'd be able to throw the weapon kind of thing. Um, I'd have like a full on like headgear, right gear mask kind of thing. But, he, do you know, like in Lost in Space, when uh, Matt LeBlanc presses that button and it goes over his head? Yeah. So it'd be a little like that. So I'd have that sort of mask. Um, and then I'd be able to like, I'd probably have like, maybe like kind of weird, but like rollerblades for like, but they're boots, but they can go into rollerblades so I can get okay. around quicker kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be quite, and just like black and silver or something. I'm, I'm quite basic. Like I'm not, I'd just be like, I'd, so I'd look more, ta- I'd look tactical and then go from there kind of thing. Okay. Well, my one was a bit different because I always love the mytho, I love mythology. Anyone who's watched any um, Hollywood horror movies know what knows what a Hollywood werewolf is like. Yeah, about eight feet tall. It's got the wolf and like legs, but it's bipedal. It walks on two legs. Mm-hmm. It's got a like bodybuilder's body, covered in fur, with the wolf head. Yeah, that's my main character with um, with body armor on. Similar to like a Klingon. Yeah, yeah. But with an Omni blade from Mass Effect. Yeah, no, no, not an Omni tool. So yeah, just goes into Omni blade. And in the other hand, he's hold my character. He's holding a minigun. Okay. Strapped to the back, he's holding it. So just be like that. He's holding that, and he's can shoot. Holding it like that. Yep. So no, we, we can't see what I'm doing, but I'm, but I know I'm mimicking about. what I'm um, how yep. I'm holding it. Yeah. That is what my my right. One last thing I'd add to my character. Do you remember the original Dragon Ball? Yeah, yeah. When uh, Vegeta, not yeah, the baddie Vegeta, first comes to Earth, he's got the little clip that goes across the eye. Yep. I would have that. It's like a head, a, a HUD heads up display. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be able to see like that. Also, be that those two things would be like for my collecting the coins. Yeah, that's fair enough. So speaking of collecting of coins, um, so the very first race they do, Parcival doesn't have enough coins. He hasn't got enough. Well, he's got he got the car, but he doesn't have enough petrol. Yeah. So I like the fact that he, he basically as he's driving, as cars are smashing up, he's collecting the coins <laughs> yeah. in like this money counter thing. He's got like a little and then, yeah, and then he sends them into the car as petrol. Yeah, with a flick of the wrist, he just sends it over and it goes from empty, say halfway between. Yeah. But when he does that again a little later, you can see the fuel gauge has actually gone down. Yeah, so he's, so he's using had to it up. lose it up again. So I did like them little effects, like the little like, niggly bits that you wouldn't think like, oh, Dak. Do you know what I mean? The things yeah. that they wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily need to be important. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I do like that. That was really cool. Um, all right, so that's basically it. Uh, I feel like 
the second part, this is obviously this is the second one. I don't feel like we've done the film as much justice, but then mm. I feel like we were more excited the first time we watched it. I will say, I do recommend people to go and watch the film 100%, itself. yeah. Um, I think it's a really good film. I feel like if I got it on DVD... Um, I'd watch it every other day or something. <laughs> I'd watch it for like, do that for like two weeks and I'd be so sick of it. I'd leave it for a month and carry on watching yeah. it. Um, so I'd do that, but I'm more interested to actually see, if they, when they do the DVD, obviously they will. Um, I want to see like a behind the scenes because I'm interested to see how they done like the green yeah like the green, green screen everywhere. or blue screen or something yeah. like that and then like the dots on them so they can create movement and stuff so i'm interested in that side so i do want to see that like, if they're doing a documentary that'd be amazing if they did i'd be annoyed if they didn't because i feel like that needs to happen yeah um yeah so i mean that was pretty cool so finally um if you could go to any world because i'm assuming it's computer game wise and i'm well, filming tv as well by the look of it so if you could go to any world where would you go like, where would be your main place of, like... Can I have chill? a choice of two? Yeah. Fallout 4. All right. And Skyrim. Okay. Because not killing a dragon off has got to be royal in any kind of situation. Yeah. And Fallout 4, if, you know, Fallout 4, that universe, that whole post-apocalyptic world. Uh-huh. Not only is it fight for survival, but you get to build communities. Yeah. So I like that idea. All right, so... What about you? Um, So I'd probably go... It'd be interesting to go Gotham... What, from the TV show or from the computer from games? From the games. Okay. From the computer games. That place is always dark. Even in daytime, it's so yeah, depressing. Yeah, dingy and stuff. Yeah, so uh, so Gotham would be one. Um, And I don't, I don't know what, I feel like, I don't know, maybe maybe Gotham. But then I'd like to maybe, I'd like to be like, for example, like Minecraft. Because they show you Minecraft yeah, kind that's... of thing. But then it would be like, so what I'd want to know is if I went there. Would you be Steve Form? So that's the first thing. But would everything else be deformed? Or would it be, I'd see it as grass? So I'd go, do you know what I mean? So would I see it as blocks or would I see it as your normal grass? I think you'd see it as blocks. You'd go there in your, your current avatar form, but you'd see it as blocks. So would my avatar change or would it be like a normal avatar in a block land? Well, no, because when they went to Planet Doom, uh, when H was in Planet Doom, his avatar didn't change to fit Planet Doom. It was still the same avatar. Yeah. So whatever world you go to, your avatar is your avatar. That'd be pretty cool. So I'd probably go Minecraft just to like mess around in it. Like... Just to see what else I can do. Wouldn't it be fun? You go there, mine diamonds, move to a different one. You can do a handful of diamonds or something. Pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Take I mean... a bucket of lava with you. <laughs> Chuck it. Oh, I win. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think that I think everyone would go to like most random places. Um, imagine being able to go to like somewhere like with Crash Bandicoot's game. That'd be terrifying. For or uh, Spyro the Dragon. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like you could go. I think the fact that you can go anywhere would be amazing. But there's also a problem of addiction. Yeah. You, there's so it'd be so easy because it's a complete escape from this reality. Yeah, you can you can be what you like. If you imagine if you're a small, thin, weedy guy who always makes up a massive giant. Yeah, yeah, you'd go in there and you could be an overpumped, massive guy who no one could beat, mm-hmm. and you'd you'd want that life more than you'd want reality. Yeah, which is why at the very end, after everything's done, they say we close the oasis on Tuesdays and Thursdays to get to have some normality, which yeah. I do like. I do like the idea of that. Um, all right, so before we are going to give it a rating, um, so thank you for joining us. Um, I'm really, really annoyed that um, the audio didn't come through on the first pod. Yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like the first pod was better, but then again, we were more excited about it because we've been talking about it for so long to go and see it. Then we finally got to, and we got to see it like three days after it was released. Yeah. Brilliant. So it was literally for us, that was like a, a, on release week yeah. or weekend. 
Um, so yeah, so next time we do one, we'll, see, we'll make sure everything's fine uh, for like Avengers and Han Solo and whatnot going forward. We'll try and get them out on the release day, so there'll be an exclusive pod kind of thing. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Um, which obviously going forward, that's what we'll do, as well as uh, Harry Potter pods and all that stuff. Um, so if you're if you're new to the podcast, as I said earlier, um, we have actually started a se- film series of uh, we're doing Harry Potter. We are now on to uh, the prison one. Second, second stand, Prisoner yes, of Azkaban. Yes. Yeah, so we are on to the Prisoner of Azkaban, um, which which will be the next one that we do. So uh, if you do like the Harry Potter series, then um, obviously join us on the journey as we go through uh, basically Harry's magical life. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like we should do Fantastic Beasts. If we have to, once the main series, of so Harry we'll Potter finish the yeah, and then we'll do them too. Yeah, I think they need to go together because it's still part of the magical. It's like doing Star Wars; you don't really have to do Rogue One. Okay, can't do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I understand. So, because uh, like, <laughs> so it's like as a, people can hear, I'm, I've I've seen bits of that and it's never really been like, like <laughs> I've, I enjoy Harry Potter; I really do. But Fantastic Beasts just seemed so limited to me; yeah. it seemed weak. Yeah, but, but then, I'll, I'll give it a we'll try. See. Yeah, so um, yeah, so obviously we'll join us on that journey. Um, obviously, great review and subscribe us on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, and YouTube. Yeah, I think I'm getting better every time I say that. Yeah, although I did fumble earlier. It's all right. They'll <laughs> forgive you. We, we can edit that. <laughs> um, right. So, um, do you want me to go first on the rating, or do you want to go first? No, you go first. Right. So, so I'll be honest. The last time we watched it, I think. I, I think I, I know I gave it a ten, but I think it was because of the excitement that I was like, "Oh, it's a great, it's a great film." It's <laughs> but I feel I still feel like it could it could compete for one of the best films of the year. Yeah. However, Rampage is number one at the moment with The Rock. That's because they're using his name uh, yeah. to pump it up. Um, Any other actor, it'd be relegated to a B movie. And I, do you know what? I feel like also we said this in the last pod that we done. That annoyingly, that no, no one's ever going to hear. Um, but all these are basically unestablished actors. Or if they're, they're they're not all unestablished, but they've not done a they're lot. Not, they're not massive movie stars. Yeah, um, they're up and coming. Yeah. So, I feel like they were given a chance, and they like, they did prove that they've they're worthy enough to sort of do like these sort of films. And in not it, it they could have done a film like that, and it become like a direct DVD kind of thing. Yeah, I'm glad they did. It, yeah, right? and uh, I feel like they pulled it off well. So um, props to them as well for doing for definitely doing that and the way it was done. Um, all the acting was great. Um, I really enjoyed it, but I'm going to give it a nine. So I've only only gone down by one, but I feel like there was a few plot holes. And the second time watching it, I've kind of there's things mm-hmm. that I I've like maybe explain that. Like for example, the, the maze, the shining section and yeah. stuff. But yeah, a nine out of ten for me. Um, I yeah. know last time I did it out of twenty because I did one for the effects and one for yeah. the storyline. But I'm not going to do that this time. This time it will be out of ten. It confuses the crap out of me when you do that. Okay, I'll make sure I do that more often then. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go nine five. Yeah, yeah. It, like you, I, I think like, like you, I did a higher number last time. I, I think you done nine last time. Yeah, but I'm combining the two rather. Than yeah, that's fair enough. Time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still doing it lower than I think we've done the third. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Any reason why you're just doing nine point five? You, would you not give it a solid ten? Well, like you said, the second time around, you're seeing the the plot holes. Yeah, and everything, and it's still. Saying it's still it's the same movie, so I haven't changed anything. But the reason I'm doing this is still the same uh, lack of development in the main baddie. Yes, I Rock is a mercenary. That's fair enough. That's his character. He's a mercenary because he complains he's got ten years worth of stuff inside yeah. of him. So, but the main boss, you know, the main baddie, yeah. just seemed really. I'm a bad guy because I'm a businessman. That was basically his character. 
basically, yeah. Yeah, I understand it. Kind of let me down in that area. Yeah. That's fair enough. Right, so uh, this has been Ready Player One. Um, obviously, we haven't, like, crapped all over the film. <laughs> um, I do feel like, as I said earlier, the, the first episode of the pod was, that we've done for this was, um, I don't know, I felt, like, more few enthusiastic. Yeah. Like, But then at the same time, it, it, I said, it has been a long couple of days. Um, anyway, however, like, I feel like the second I'm watching it, we've got, like, a, a more of an honest opinion because yeah. the first i was like oh i can't wait for this i've been waiting months man like, do you remember when it, the first the trailer first come out i was like oh we were, we're going to see this <laughs> and uh we were both really excited and every time a new movie. trailer come out or news we, yeah we were talking about it for months and um even when we went to see star wars the could we see uh last jedi twice we did it with a group of friends and then went to see it on our own to yeah. like talk to sort of watch it a bit better and uh even then ready player one was being advertised this was december and i was like we need to go and see this. Yeah. <laughs> so like, even if just from December to like the end of the beginning of this month, we were adamant about going to see it. So that's like four months. And obviously we were talking about it way before then. So yeah. So I feel like this one's more honest. Yeah. We, um, we don't have the same buzz we did the first time. <laughs> yeah. But well, that was a good buzz. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm, so for the people, if they are listening as the, the craft from Ready Player One, uh, I'm sorry you didn't get a 10 this time um, I feel like if the first one got released then I, I don't think I would have questioned it. I wouldn't no. have questioned it but um, yeah so second solid, time has given us fresh perspective on yes. it yes so I'd say a, a solid 9 going towards a 10 however there's there's things that could be but then I'm hoping that they change all that I reckon the sequel could be a 10 personally well my one is a 9 leaning back towards uh, sorry mine's a 9.5 leaning back towards 9 so that's fair enough so um, yeah so like I said check us out on all our um all our basically uh, medias and uh, platforms. Uh, yeah. And um, speaking of media, uh, go and follow us on Twitter at FRM underscore media and um, contact us and talk to us through there. If you like the film, if you didn't like the film, if you feel like we didn't pick up on this bit or that bit, obviously we ain't going to re-record this pod again no, for the third time. I certainly hope not. Because it, it, it should just be us. We watched a movie. It was okay. Here's the scores. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it all feel like. Um, but yeah, so uh, obviously there were certain bits that you liked. Or I'll tell you what, tweet us Easter eggs, your favourite Easter eggs from the film. That'd be brilliant, yeah. Um, any, anything, like tweet us that. Tell us the first one that tweets us in, because you'll check that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get a mention next Yeah, pod. exactly, yeah. So we'll, we'll give you a shout out to the next one. So uh, definitely go tweet us in FRM underscore media. And um, yeah, so uh, that's it from us. Any, any last words? No, nothing from this one. <laughs> no? Oh, okay. Go <laughs> <You'll> follow. <laughs>